Amen. I'm not going to reiterate that much. Uh, I kind of left my recording out, but I was talking about um, and the lessons to pass to follow up to where we at now. We were talking out of the book of First Timothy and Second Timothy, and we were talking about all the false stuff that went on. And I want to bring you up to speed this morning. And uh, uh, and basically, what I'm doing is I'm going over the Sunday school lesson. Uh, I see. I found out that the Sunday school lesson is impact with a whole lot of nuggets that we can use in this time that we're living in now. You know, the same thing that Paul preached uh, to the Galatian, I mean, to the Thessalonian, where he preached to the Galatian, the Thessalonian, he preached everywhere, you know, going and coming. And I want to make you aware of things that are going on today that was prophesied that it would come to pass. And we're living in a dispensation, but all of these false uh, impersonators and all the other things that we have to encounter, that's why it is good for you to know, amen, the real, the authentic, amen, uh, 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 over the counterfeit. There's a lot of counterfeit uh, going on. There's a lot of uh, uh, persuading of people. So many things they do, but it's so negative. Until I find, I find no need to get in into the uh, conversation of what's going on. Uh, for you all that uh, have called in again, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Uh, I praise the Most High for your being here. Facebook, Hallelujah, anyhow, uh, Shalom, Shalom. Bless all that. Amen. Is kept by Him because. Yah is over everything, as I posted on my Facebook, hallelujah, and as I uh, posted, amen, we want to stay away from negative thoughts, negative impression, amen, negative needs oxygen, and it will take your breath away, hallelujah, and again, if if you people don't like the things uh, that I preach and the things that I post, it's okay, you'll get over it, hallelujah, because if it's true, and if it works for me, it'll work for you. So this morning, the lesson is a growing awareness. I'm going to get as far as I can uh, this morning with this lesson. And of course, you know, you only take a week because it is a Sunday school lesson. And even in Sunday school, we really don't even finish uh, out the whole lesson. We miss a lot of the high points and low points. But um, I love it. Um, along with, uh, 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 it, it helps you to remember scripture. See, this is a good way to remember scripture, you know. And I know a lot of my uh, my Hebrew brethren, uh, uh, they discredit this and discredit that. You know what? But when you, when you came over here, if you have anything to do with the Most High God, hallelujah, you first, amen, came under the name Jesus, hallelujah. So until people wake up, and and understand, amen, Jesus, uh, uh, what that's about, hallelujah. It's just a name switch, that's all. But uh, uh, we do have the Son of the Most High, amen. Some call him Yah, Yeshua, and on and on and on. So me, I know the truth, and uh, and I want you all to know the truth this morning, hallelujah. And go on researches that you may know the truth, because uh if you're just waiting on someone to teach you and lead you and guide you, that's a good thing. But you must also, 
study to show your self-approval. What good would it do you to be uh, in ministry for 40 years, hallelujah, and you don't have truth? And if you don't have it, you can't live by what you don't have. Amen. Morning uh, Sunday school lesson here, a growing awareness, lesson text, 2 Thessalonians, 2nd chapter, 1st to the 12th verse. This time was AD 51, according to the writer of this book. Place was from Corinth. And the golden text read, then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Second Thessalonians, second chapter, the eighth verse. Introduction. The future is an area of continuing internet, I mean, interest of people, internet to uh interest for peoples investors want guidance on economic decision government leaders try to anticipate politics movement uh political movements and international friends trends and business leaders seeks to determine what consumers will want or demand in the years ahead now we know that a man, a true believer, uh, don't worry about tomorrow, and 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 we we do understand that Rome, Amen, uh, Babylon, America is a high trade nation. You know, uh, we trade goods with anybody. Whoever make anything, if you make a croquet sack, America be buying a trillion croquet sacks. You know, they got something to put in it down at the water at, at the ship channel. And surrounding area, a lot of our grain come in crooker sacks. We call them crooker sacks, but basically they are just woven, woven material. But anyhow, uh, 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 the desire to know as much as possible about what awaits us has kept astrologers and fortune teller in business, but it has also given rise to a new and more repetable occupation that of furtherers. Furtherers are people who analyze various trends, past and present, and explore the future possibilities from multiple perspectives in an attempt to visualize what the future holds and how people and society can best prepare for it. Futurists often come from scientific background, and their books and advice are highly valued by corporation, government, and academies. Most individuals' interest in the uh, future, however, is driven by curiosity or perhaps more so by fear futurists can often can offer them little in the way of specifics and nothing to allay their fears the only infallible guide for the future is prophetic scriptures 
But these need to be studied carefully, for they often misunderstood. Indeed, even the Apostle Paul had to correct those who had misunderstood his teaching regarding the end time. Hallelujah. Uh, our related scriptures is Matthew 24, chapter, the sixth verse, to the 14th chapter, verse. Matthew's the 24th chapter, 6th verse to the 14th verse, 2 Timothy, 3rd chapter, 1st to the 9th verse, 1st John 2, 18 and 19, John 12, 39 and 41. Hallelujah. And we will go over some of the scriptures. Hallelujah. So you can know what the scriptures are talking about. Because seeing that we are living in the end time. We need to step away from all of this religion. Society does not hold your future. Hallelujah. Your pastor, your church, your family, nor friend holds your future. Your future is secure in Yah. Yah is over everything, my sisters and brothers. Hallelujah. You need to come to an understanding this morning that you're going to make it. If you be on his side and you do what he say do, hallelujah, you're going to make it. He talks about visiting the sick. He talks about visiting them in prison. Amen. Uh, uh, visiting the ones in prison, visiting the sick, uh, uh, caring for those that's without. Hallelujah. These are deeds of charity. First Corinthians 13 chapter is saying, if you don't have these attributes and you don't do these things, then you're just a bunch of noise. You're tickling simple. Hallelujah. Uh, lesson outline. Error concerning the day of the Lord. That was error. Second Thessalonians, second chapter, first to the second verse. Corrections concerning the day of the Most High, Second Thessalonians, Second Chapter, Third Verse to the Twelfth Verse. Hallelujah. Error concerning the day of the Most High. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto Him, that you be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled. Neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Yeshua Christ is at hand. You see, uh, in, the, in the beginning of, of, of our Sunday school lesson, uh, Paul was beseeching them and telling them, amen, in 1 Thessalonians 4, 13, brethren, we're not ignorant. Because they were concerned, you know, inquiring minds want to know this morning, what will be the end and how will it come? Inquiring minds this morning wants to know about their future. Your future has already been pinned and played and laid out. Now, just because you deal with a little sickness or whatever you're going through, you know, whatever your problem is, you know, God's word still stands assured. Hallelujah. For he know them that are healed. Hallelujah. You have got to, amen, continue in the faith and the hope and the love 
in order for you to qualify to be partaker of his divine nature. Hallelujah. You should have the nature of the most high. Hallelujah. Because the scripture said, ye are gods. Think yourself not higher. And this is why so many people, amen, are so high-minded because they have gotten a hold to certain scriptures in the word of God and applied it, hallelujah. And they're working that scripture and they believe it. But there's a lot more go along with it, amen, to say, I want to be like the most high, uh, I am God, hallelujah. We don't want to assert ourselves up and uh, before people, I am God. I wouldn't dare tell anyone I am God. You know, I don't think that fit the script this morning. Hallelujah. So we see here that uh, Paul again began to beseech them. Hallelujah. You know, do you understand? You know, listen, this is the deal. Who who out here don't understand this morning? I'm beseeching you this morning to abstain from this, abstain from that. Stop this, stop that, stop your backbiting, stop your lying, stop your whoring, stop your everything that is against the will of Yah. So Paul said, now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming. Amen. He told them the reason, hallelujah, that you're going to be soon shaken, amen in your mind, but don't, don't be shaken. Hallelujah. See, trouble come to shake you, shake you and to try and get you to cop out, get you to complain about your situation. Hallelujah. But we want to be steadfast this morning. Hallelujah. We want to be steadfast, unmovable, abounding in the faith this morning, believing and trusting in the most high God. Hallelujah. That he is the one that's going to do this thing for me. Hallelujah. He is your savior today. He is, amen, your everything. But he also will be your adversary if you don't trust in him. Because many people this morning, they talk a lot about him, but they really don't know him. They don't know this almighty creator. They read books about Yah, hallelujah. They prayed to him, hallelujah. But my Bible said that, hallelujah, don't ask me nothing, for I've given you all things pertaining to life and godliness. So if you live a godly lifestyle, hallelujah, meaning that you consult the Father and you're not led astray by ideals of others. If I was you, I would do this. You're not me. So therefore, we can't do the same thing. Hallelujah. We may ride in the same car. Amen. We may go to the same places. Hallelujah. But my wife cannot do the same thing, and I cannot do the same thing she do. So the word of God, amen, you can do what I can do. Study to show thyself approval. Hallelujah. The word of God said, I've given you all things pertaining to life and godliness. The word of God said, ask, and it shall be given. Paul was talking to the Thessalonian people, making them aware after they had begun to love 
and come together. You know, I never understood how that mankind would trouble a nation of people and prevent them from coming together. If they're standing on the street corner and it's 15 or 20 of them, the first thing comes is the adversary to break them up because they know that there's power and unity. I want you people to be mindful this morning that we need one another. So what I want you to do, I want you to do what I said that we're going to do around here. We're going to start having our family members far and near to start having family day. If I have to drive 150 to 300 miles to have family day with those, amen, that's over yonder, and bring the family back together because at the rate of the way things going in society, you're going to need some help. And it's not so much as you're going to need their financial help, but you're going to need some money too. Because time is winding up and we need to cling together, hallelujah. We need to be on one accord, believe the same thing, hallelujah, and expect the same thing. You can't keep doing the same thing and expecting, amen, a different result. Hallelujah. It's time to bring about a change. Time will bring about a change. But are you willing to make that move? The first chapter of Second Thessalonians speaks of coming judgment upon the unbeliever. The emphasis is on the vindication of Yah's righteousness and rest for God's people. See, you, you're being persecuted because of who you are. Hallelujah. You know, and mankind know that if we go back to doing the law, this is why Amen. Mankind in every church almost, they preach that Christ is the end of the law. Well, he was the end of the law. End of all that blood. Can you imagine how many atoms and bullets and how many sons and daughters were stoned to death? Well, that's what he came for. And to prove that he came for that reason, he said, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. And that was the coming of the Messiah. They, amen took it, hallelujah, and did something else and tried to water down the meaning of his coming and said, oh, he got rid of the Old Testament. No, sir. No, sir. If you believe in the law of the land, you must also believe in the law. You must believe in the calendars, the five, amen. You must believe in the Torah. Hallelujah. I don't care what nation you're from. If you say you believe in him, believe the Old Testament. Because how can you have the old? The old came before the new. You first, amen, had an apple. And then you planted the seed. And the seed growed, amen, into a tree. And the tree growed and growed into a time of production, produce, harvest time. And now you have apples. So it took an old seed to die, put it in the ground. You know what I'm talking about. You all call in this morning at 605-562. 0444, and your access code is 111-253-POUND, and then one pound again, and you'll be in with the apostle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, God's people 
while the future judgment is described, the chronological detail of the end times are not dealt with. As chapter two reveals, timing was still a point of confusion for the Thessalonians, just like right now. A lot of people, they talk about post, post and post and pre-tribulation. They don't know what they're talking about. You're looking at the wrong thing. You need to be looking at this word this morning, and this word will tell you about post and pre-tribulation and all the things that you want to know. You can't just uh, pick up the word, amen, and grab the scripture and run around, but you must get an understanding. So these people, they have the wrong understanding, hallelujah, about so many things. But look at what he said. Uh, uh, they were confused for the Thessalonians. Paul had correct the Thessalonians' misunderstanding regarding the rapture and the resurrection of the dead believers. Remember, we talked about that in 1 Thessalonians 4, chapter 13 to the 18th verse. And he assured them that this event and the divine judgment of the day of the Lord that followed it was still future. Uh, in 1 Thessalonians uh, 5th chapter, First to the tenth verse, yet sometime between the apostle first, between the apostle first and second letter to the church, further confusion had arisen regarding the day of the Mosiah. Paul's approach to the Thessalonian era was to plead with them not to be, be, be become unsettled by a superstitious report about the coming of the Lord. Hallelujah. And I will gather together unto him, Second Thessalonians, second chapter, first verse. This refers to a single event, namely the first phrase of Yah's return, the rapture. What Paul had already taught them about this event in First Thessalonians 4, 13, 18, should have been a man sufficient to answer their concern about the coming day of the Almighty. This issue, the issue of the Thessalonian church was dealing with at this point had caused them to be shaken in mind. A trouble. Here in, in 2 Thessalonians 2 2, amen, shaken refers to uh, allegation and is used elsewhere of an earthquake. Acts 16 and 26 and read and a Read blowing in the wind, Matthew 11, 7. Trouble indicates a state of alarm, of a nervous excitement. Hallelujah. The Thessalonian epistle and uh, uh, the 10th suggestion, this alarm was continuing. The cause of the emotional turmoil was the teaching. <coughs> <coughs> Got to get it out. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Was the teaching that the Lord had arrived. The word Christ in 2 Thessalonians 2.2 is Lord in most Bible verses. And the context of the future journey makes it clear and refers to the day of the Most High, that the time of the divine judgment of that connection with one return of Christ, the specific era of the Thessalonians were entering, were entertaining 
was that the day of the Lord had already begun. Such an idea of conflict with Paul's previous teaching and thus produced great confusion. But apparently it had been promoted by a teaching in some form or another that supposedly came from Paul and his companions. See, they're allowing you and, and, and it have people believing that you said that and you didn't say that. Hallelujah. And uh, uh, spirit would indicate a claim, super, supernatural revelation concerning this matter. Word suggests the message taught by someone who claimed Paul as the source of the teaching. Another possible source of this error was a, a fudge letter uh, uh, purporting to be Paul from Paul regarding of where the teaching came from. It was false and must not be allowed to sway the Thessalonians from the hope of which Paul had assured them. They were suffering persecution. First uh, Timothy 1, 4, 5, or maybe it was 2 Timothy. But this did not mean they were in the day of the Lord. You see, people will do and say all types of things to try, amen, to get you off court. But Paul came, amen, as, as, as we correct you all in the word this morning to get you to understand that the day of the Lord is now. When he said that men will become lovers of themselves, he's not just talking about switching, amen, men with men, wrong with the first chapter. But he's talking about how that you see the nation is running after nothing but money. They're doing everything. They want Venezuela's all. They want this. They want that. You know, these are the times of trouble this morning. Hallelujah. This is what the Messiah spoke of that would come, that men's heart would fail them. Luke 21, amen, 26. You know, because of fear of looking at what's coming up on the earth, astrologers and all these people want someone to tell them about the future. And the Bible here, it tells you all the signs and the times. So Paul was correcting them, hallelujah, uh, what the day of the Almighty would look like. Look with me here in Matthew's uh, 24th chapter. Matthew 24, let's see where the Sunday school book said it would be. 24, the 6th verse to the 14th verse. And we're going to look here and uh, we're going to see uh, what he's saying here in the 6th. A verse of the 24th chapter of Matthew. It says, uh, for oh, that's seven, where you went. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nations will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and that will be famine, pestilence, and earthquake in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrow. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended, will betray one another, will hate one another, 
then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many, and because of lawlessness will abound. The love of many will grow cold, but he who endured to the end shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all nations, and then the end will come. You see, right there, it lets you know, hallelujah, that there will be an end to all things. But you must believe and hold fast to this word this morning that you will escape, hallelujah, you will escape this. Why? Because here's your warning this morning that all these things will come to pass. Nations are rising up against nations right now as we speak. You know, the love of many has grown cold. People are being hurt, killed. You know, uh, uh, someone said that uh, on the subway, uh, some boys was kicking a, a 75 year, year old mother in the head on the bus. So, uh, how much more evil uh, have to come before you would uh, uh, take heed uh, and have an understanding this morning? You need to have an understanding, amen, that. The word of God, it tells you, let no man deceive you by any means, that that day shall not come, hallelujah, except there come a falling away first, and that the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who oppose and exalt himself above all that is called God, or uh, that is worship, so that he as God, sitting in the temple of God, showed himself that he is God, remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. And now you know what hold, know what withhold that he might be revealed in, his, in this time, in his time. For the mystery of iniquity doeth already work. Only he who now let it will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall the wicked be revealed of the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonder, and with all deceitfulness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might who believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Hallelujah. You see, this is what it's all about this morning, is that you come out of
Lord, right? You'll see him. 